Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the So What Podcast. And guess what? This isn't just another episode. This is the first episode of season two. And I'm so excited that you're here. My name is Anna McGuire, and we're going to have a conversation today about sowing intentionally into our lives so that we can reap abundantly in the days, weeks, months, and even years to come. It has been a long few months. I have missed being a part of these conversations each week, getting to dialogue with you guys about what we've talked about and what we're learning together along the way. And so I'm so excited to be back today. And as I was preparing for this season and thinking about how I wanted to kick off the second season, had a lot of ideas, had a lot of thoughts, but honestly just came to the conclusion, I kind of want to kick this off the way we started the first season, and it's with this idea of sewing. If you go back to season one, episode one, it's called Sew, and if you look at this, season two, episode one, uh, we're going to call it Sew 2.0 because this is the heartbeat behind the conversations you and I get to have together each week. You see, we all desire, I desire to live a life that reaps abundantly, and I would imagine you too, too, that you want to reap abundantly. You want to live a life of abundance. And I think what both you and I are beginning to learn and understand together is that we can't reap abundantly unless we first sow intentionally. There is nothing to abundantly reap unless there is first something intentionally sown. We have to sow intentionally if we want to reap abundantly, if we want to live lives of abundance. Abundance doesn't just happen. Fruit doesn't just show up on trees. Somebody planted the seed first. Somebody took care of the crop. And that same kind of principle plays into our lives. It doesn't just show up. The fruit, the abundance, it doesn't just show up. It is first and foremost sown. In the midst of a full schedule, living in unprecedented current events, and really navigating unplanned circumstances of the day, and we can just even add on top of that trying to get seven hours of sleep a night, sewing intentionally can sometimes feel really taxing. It can feel like a lot. If I'm being honest, I, I, I feel that with you. Fall is upon us. Praise the Lord. Uh, The last few weeks of Indiana summer were brutally hot. I don't know where you're listening from, but it was severely hot here. So I'm excited that fall is upon us. The bonus of the weather is also that Green Bay Packer football and Arkansas Razorback football returns. Anyways, fall is unique in the sense that it kind of feels like a restart, a new chapter, a new year. You know, summer can be a little crazy. Routines can be out of whack because you're going on vacation or you're having day trips with friends or work schedule slows down or maybe for some work schedule speeds up depending on what kind of work you're in. But fall can feel like this fresh restart. It's like, okay, let's get back into routine. Let's get back into a rhythm and let's set some new goals and get into what's new. So as we head into what feels like a brand new season, can I encourage you with one thing? So small. So small. 
My pastor told this story not too long ago about the Great Britain cycling team. The Great Britain cycling team from 1908 to 2007, so over the course of 99 years, they had won just one cycling medal. Between the Tour de France, World Championships, the Olympics, the Paralympics, in 99 years, they had won just one cycling medal. In the early 2000s, coach James Brailsford was hired as the head coach for the Great Britain cycling team. His goal was to completely turn this team around. So he put a goal in front of all of their cyclists. It was a pretty simple goal. His goal was that every cyclist, every individual, the team as a whole, would make 1% daily improvements. 1% daily gains. Meaning that the team was going to make small choices each day to improve, to grow, to become stronger, to get better. So he didn't come in with this giant game plan that they were going to deadlift more or have some more hardcore sprints. No, he came in with the game plan that we're going to make small choices. So as you read the story and 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 do research on the story, what he really leaned into was changing things like adjusting the bike seat or the socks that those cyclists were wearing. The, the, the time of the day that they were taking in their nutrition and their supplements, he was making small tweaks along the way, small choices, 1% daily gains, 1% daily improvements. That was the vision he gave to his cycling team to turn it around. And here's the wild thing. During the 10-year span from 2007 to 2017, British cyclists won 178 world championships and 66 Olympic and Paralympic gold medals. That doesn't include silver and bronze. And on top of that, they captured five Tour de France victories in what is widely regarded as the most successful run in cycling history. My goodness, they go from 99 years to winning just one cycling medal that in a 10-year span of time, they win 178 world championships, 66 Olympic and Paralympic gold medals, again, not including silver and bronze, and they capture five Tour de France victories in 10 years. In 10 years' time, they, their, their history was completely changed. And how did they do it? Sewing small. Sewing small. Coach Brailsford's goal was to win medals and break records, which I didn't even scratch the surface on all the world records and Olympic records and Paralympic records that were broken by this cycling team. So his goal was, yes, to win medals and to break records. But how did he pursue that goal? It wasn't with some mammoth flow chart, but he pursued the goal by making small choices. Making small choices. You might have heard me say that Coach Brailsford was hired in the early 2000s. He was hired in 2002. And and this epic run, this history-making decade for this team, it began in 2007. It was five years of making small choices. 1% daily gains. And in that five-year span... 
the team grew, they flourished, they sustained their identity, they sustained their purpose, they knew what they were out to do. In a five-year span, they shifted what the 99 years was before, and that launched them into 2007 to 2017 span of incredible, incredible victories. Sewing small. Sewing small, making small choices. What is your big dream? Is it daily time in the word, owning your own business, having holistic health, pursuing your master's degree, going to college, uh, if you're in ministry, getting your credentials? What is some of your big dreams? And here's my question. How can you start sewing small into your dream today? How can you start sewing small into the future you desire today? I don't think I've ever publicly shared this before. Some of my friends know this and my family definitely knows it. I want to write a book. It's my dream to write a book. And honestly, my current season doesn't have a lot of margin for that. To sit down and to write a 10-chapter book would be complete burnout for me. It feels huge right now. But I still want to sew into this dream. So I've been challenging myself to sew small in this area. I might not be able to sit down and write an entire chapter book. However, I can write in my journal. I can tell stories in my journal. I can put my thoughts to paper. I put my thoughts in iPhone notes as they come to me. Thoughts about what I would love to share more about or illustrations that come to my mind. Because I always keep in the front of my mind, honestly, when I'm in these moments is, oh my goodness, I I might not be able to write a book, but I can write a sentence. I can write a paragraph right now just so small into this big dream I have. Sewing small. And one thing I love about Coach Brailsford's story here is this wasn't an instant success. Sewing small was something he did over the long haul and that paid off in the long run. He sewed small for a significant period of time and then the results were astronomical. I think sometimes as individuals, we sew small for a day or a week or two weeks or a month and we don't get the exact results we want immediately. Like we're like, okay, this is helping a little bit, but I'm not seeing these astronomical victories. Can I encourage you? Don't throw in the towel. Keep sewing small. Keep the long view in mind. One small decision every day to sew intentionally. Again, the world is full. Life is full. Emotional energy feels like a hot commodity, you know, in this this world. But can I tell you, small choices of sewing intentionally is what's going to bring about the big victory that you want to see in your life. The small choices Again, I'm not challenging you to go and climb a 14er mountain. However, I am saying, how can you sew small today? 
How can you sow small today? What is your apple seed that you could sow in the ground today? Not even asking you to plant a tree, just an apple seed. How can you sow small? Because here's the deal. It is in the sowing small that we can sow all the more intentionally. Sowing intentionally doesn't mean we do everything just right or perfectly. Sowing intentionally means we're making meaningful strides, intentional strides. And sometimes these strides and these intentional moves are sometimes big, but more often than not, what I'm learning as an individual is that the the, the sowing intentionally are often the small choices. It's the small choices that often yield us our biggest results. Who is it that you know you're designed to be, that you desire to be? How can you sow intentionally into that person? How can you sow intentionally into that person? Uh, I was on a leadership training not too long ago, and the individual who was presenting was sharing, hey, what does it look like to dream of the future and act in the now? So think about your future. Who is it that you want to become? What is it that you want to achieve? And how can you act in the now? Just so intentionally, just so small. Again, you don't have to go and, and plant an entire uh, rainforest or, um, I don't know, an orchard, but you could just simply plant something small. And it's those small choices that over time yield us big results. 1% daily gains. Look at Great Britain's story of cycling. 1908 to 2007, nothing. One medal, one championship, period. 2007 to 2017, 178 world championships, 66 Olympic and Paralympic gold medals, and five Tour de France victories. And how did that happen? 1% daily gains. Small choices. Friend, my prayer for you as we head into this new season, not just season of you know September and it feeling like a new year, but I mean also the season of this show, is that you would be encouraged and inspired to sow intentionally. And that you would know that sowing intentionally more often than not looks like sowing small, showing up every day and making a small choice that will lead to reaping abundantly. Friend, this season is going to be so much fun. I have so many friends that are going to be coming on, sharing from their their wealth of wisdom and experience and insight. And we're going to learn and we're going to grow a lot. And I'm so excited for it. And my dream is that as we hear these conversations unfold, and again, there's going to be a lot more guests on this season than last season, is that you and I, we don't just hear what is shared, but we would make small strides, intentional strides, so small, so that we can reap abundantly. Again, great season that is ahead of us. I'm excited to journey with you. I'm excited to learn with you. I'm excited to grow with you. I'm excited to navigate all that is to come with you. It is going to be a great, great season. 
I do want to share that next week, my good friend, her name is Allie Bowman. She is going to be on So What? And she's going to be sharing her story with grief and grieving and what that was like for her. And this grief really comes from a place of experiencing the loss uh, of her baby through miscarriage. And so I think next week's episode, my goodness, friends, I walked away from it so challenged. Uh, My heart was really refined. She really shares from a place of how can we walk with people through grief? How can we move closer to people? Because grief can sometimes feel really uncomfortable or uh, we don't want to say or do the wrong thing, so we kind of avoid it. She shares just so gently and so beautifully on how we can walk with people through grief. And if you yourself are experiencing grief in any way, um, just bringing maybe some awareness and make help you maybe not feel so alone in the journey of grieving. So that is next week. Allie Bowman, seriously, such a good conversation. I cannot wait for you to hear it. Oh my goodness. So here we go. Kicking off season two. It is going to be a great year. I'm so excited that we get to do this together. And friend, please never forget that I'm always in your corner and cheering you on as you intentionally sow. Again, sowing small, making small choices, 1% daily gains. As you sow intentionally and then get the wonderful, beautiful benefit of reaping abundantly. I can't wait to talk to you next week.